Hi class, welcome back. Um, I'm so excited to start book three of the Shadow Children series called Among the Betrayed. Thanks for voting. This book um, focuses on Nina. Remember, she was the girl from the other school who got arrested along with Jason. Let's find out what happens to her. Chapter one. You were supposed to wake up from nightmares. That's when Nina kept telling herself as she cowered on the floor of her concrete cell. All of her life, she'd had horrible dreams about being captured by the population police. Sometimes they'd carried shovels and scooped her up like trash on the street. Sometimes they'd carried guns and prodded her in the back or pointed at her head. But she'd always woke up before anyone pulled the trigger. Once, she'd even dreamed that the population policeman who came for her was wearing Auntie Zenka's ruffled lace nightie, complete with a nightcap. For months after that dream, Nina refused to give Auntie Zenka a good night kiss, and nobody understood why. Nina wouldn't say, because then everyone would laugh, and it wasn't funny. Nina knew she was right to be terrified of the population police. They were the boogeyman and the big bad wolf and the wicked witch and the creep show monster and every other villain she'd ever heard of all rolled into one. But like the boogeyman and the big bad wolf and the wicked witch and the creep show monster, the population police belonged in stories and nightmares, not real life. Now Nina banged her head against the cement wall beside her. Wake up, she ordered herself desperately. Wake up! The banging made her headache, and that didn't happen in dreams, did it? In dreams, nothing hurt. They could flog you until you, until your back bled, and you didn't feel a thing. They could tie your feet together so you couldn't run, and the ropes didn't burn at all. Nina's wrists and ankles were rubbed raw from the handcuffs and ankle cuffs that chained her to the wall. The skin she had been, had been whipped from her back. Even the slightest word watcher, touch of her shirt against her spine sent pain shrieking through her body. One of her eyes seemed to be swollen shut from the beating. Everything hurt. But it had felt like a nightmare being arrested, Nina told herself stubbornly. She savored the dreamy quality of her memories, as if her arrest had been something good, not the worst moment of her life. She couldn't even remember the population policeman coming into the dining hall or calling her name. See? See? Didn't that prove it hadn't really happened? She had just been sitting there eating breakfast, rejoicing over the fact that she'd gotten three whole raisins in her oatmeal. And then suddenly the entire room was deathly quiet and everyone was looking at Nina. She could feel all those eyes on her. She dropped her spoon. Oatmeal splashed on the girl beside Nina. But Lizel didn't complain, just kept staring like everyone else. And it was those stares, not the sound of her name, that made Nina rise and go forward, holding out her wrist to be handcuffed. Which name do they call? Nina wondered. Nina or... No, she wouldn't even think it. Sometimes in dreams, the population police could read your mind. Nina went back to remembering, remembering 
how the other girls sat like dolls on a shelf while Nina walked down the endless aisle between the tables. The familiar dining hall had somehow turned into a canyon of eyes. Nina did not turn to the right or to the left, but she could feel all those eyes following her in silence. Those eyes were like doll's eyes, as blank as marbles. Why didn't anyone defend me, Nina wondered. Why didn't anyone speak out, plead, beg, refuse to let me go? She knew. Even if it was just a nightmare, it was, wasn't it? She knew that everyone would have been too terrified to make a peep. Nina knew that she would have been too terrified to speak too. If it had been someone else, dazedly gliding toward the man with medals on his chest, someone else being arrested, why was it her? How had they found out? Why was she the only one they knew about? Stop, she chided herself. Nightmares never make sense. She remembered how hard it had been to keep her feet moving. Up, down, right, left, closer, closer. She couldn't protest or defend herself either. Opening her mouth, even just enough to let out a whimper, would have released hysterics. Please don't kill me. I'm only a kid. I didn't want to break any laws. It's not my fault. Oh, and please don't take Jason. Now, in her jail cell, Nina clenched her teeth, afraid that she might let those words spill out, and she couldn't. Someone might be listening. Someone might hear his name. Whatever she did, she had to protect Jason. Jason and the and Gran and the aunties. And her parents, of course. But she could not hold her tongue about all the others. It was Jason's name she wanted to wail. Jason she wanted to call out to. Jason, do you know where I am? Did you worry when I didn't show up at our meeting place in the woods? You're so brave. Can you Can you rescue me? She was being so silly. This was just a dream. In a few minutes, the morning bells would chime and she'd open her eyes in her swaying top bunk at Harlow School for Girls. Then she'd brush her teeth and wash her face and change her clothes and maybe, just maybe, get four raisins in her oatmeal at breakfast. She remembered her arrest again. She remembered reaching the front of the dining hall facing the policeman. At the last moment, right before the policeman snapped the metal cuffs on Nina's wrists, she had noticed another man standing behind him, watching Nina just as intently as all her classmates were. But all her classmates had gone glassy-eyed with fear, their gazes as vacant as dolls. This man's eyes said everything. He was furious. He hated her. He wanted her to die. Nina gasped. She couldn't pretend anymore. She remembered too much. She couldn't have dreamed or imagined or made up that look. It was real. Everything that had happened to Nina was real. She had real handcuffs on her wrists, real scars on her back, real fear flooding her mind. They're going to kill me, Nina whispered. And it was almost a relief to finally, finally give up hope. And that is the end of chapter one. Very intense. Please post your chapter titles in the class comments below. I'm also going to start a list of characters 
Um, feel free to add to that list of characters. It will be a Google Doc attached um, to this recording. I hope you enjoy our new book. Bye for now.